It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Bill Corner sitting on a packing crate holding forth to a few bewildered floaters. He was a scarecrow of a man, dressed as always in a dilapidated cutaway coat, open-toed shoes that weren't designed that way, and a wing collar with no tie. And so I say, gentlemen, that the curse of our age, our civilization, is our mechanistic, high-speed, materialistic approach. Aesthetics is a forgotten word. The love of beauty for its own sake has paled before the ruthless march Hello, of... Hello, Professor. Mr. Shane, how do you do, sir? Indeed, it's been quite some time since you last visited this humble thoroughfare. Yeah, still educating the masses, huh? Yeah, yes, trying in my own feeble way to impart some small yearning for the higher things into the unfortunate souls. A, a discouraging task, to be sure. Uh, look, could I talk to you a minute? Certainly, certainly. We will discuss this subject further at some later date, gentlemen. I must now grant a private audience to my friend here. Will you join me on this humble crate, Mr. Shane? Uh, or shall we adjourn to more comfortable surroundings where we may, uh, perchance, uh, partake of some small but cheering... Uh, I want your answers to make sense. We stay here. I question greatly the merits of your decision, but will yield temporarily to your Puritanism. What is it you want? You remember a guy named Julian? Julian? Of course I do. A charming scoundrel and a generous one. In the old days, he used frequently to purchase cheering libations for me in return for small but useful bits of information which I was able to deliver. Yeah, yeah. Look, what did Julian do for a living anyway, Professor? Mr. Shane, it was not what Julian did for a living. It was whom he did. Oh, I see. Julian was quite a boy to work all the angles, huh? His talents along those lines were tremendous. Uh, he had a small but efficient organization and based a very successful career on assorted projects such as blackmail, connivory, forgery, and an entire line of bunco enterprises, which showed Julian to be a man of great imagination. Hmm. Any of Julian's old outfits still around? I have heard one of them is. Uh, I don't know. And Julian? My dear sir, Julian died two years ago. Yeah. You don't have any reason for thinking otherwise. Certainly not. Okay, Professor, thanks. Not at all, Mr. Shane. I'm always glad to help, even if it's some discomfort to myself. What do you mean? Simply that I suffer from a peculiar condition of the throat. Excessive conversation, uh, particularly when helpful information is involved, uh, dries out the delicate membranes and causes... Yeah, yeah. Okay, Professor. Here you are. I accept your voluntary contribution, sir. Not merely for myself, but in the name of all disconsolate and thirsty humanity. And I thank you. 
shadow leads. I'd gotten nowhere. Lemo was waiting for me in my office, and when I told him that as far as I was concerned, the case was closed, his face fell a mile. What thing of shame? You cannot mean that you, you, will not help me anymore. Look, Lemo, Julian died two years ago. So a couple of days ago, you, you say you got a letter which you think was written by him. I do not think. I know. Yeah, yeah. Look, look there's something I don't quite get about you. You say you and Julian were friends. Yet from what I hear, Julian was quite an unsavory character. Blackmail, bunko, etc. I, uh, well, perhaps Julian was a little weak where money was concerned. But he was always a good friend to me. Well, there's another angle about this that interests me too, Lima. You told me you suddenly acquired some holdings in Cuba a couple of years ago. And Julian was a blackmailer. What are you talking about? You, uh, got those holdings legitimately, I'm sure. Well, of course I did. Mr. Shane, I'm not hiding you to make foolish insinuations about me. But to find Julian. You're absolutely right. And I'm telling you, Julian's dead. No, no, please. You must keep looking. Look, it's no use, Lima. Please, Mr. Shane. Please, I beg of you. Money is no objection with me. You you must keep on looking for Julian. You sure have a lot of faith that he's alive, Lima. Okay, I'll take one more crack at it. <laughs> I went back to the waterfront and into Valdane's passport place. I was hoping there might be some other lead he could give me, something he'd forgotten before. But he just laughed at me. So I left. Then as I was walking along the sidewalk, a little character sidled up to me. Shane? Huh? Well, yeah, who are you? You're looking for Julian, Shane? Julian? I was, but no more. Why? Why no more? Is it sort of silly to look for a dead man? You're wrong, Shane. Julian's alive. What? I'm telling you, Julian's alive. I saw him with my own eyes. Only yesterday. In a moment, we'll return to the new adventures of Michael Shane and the case of the corresponding corpse. started when a little guy named Lima from Havana told me he'd gotten a letter from a friend of his, Julian, here in New Orleans, saying he was in trouble and asking Lima to come up. When Lima arrived in New Orleans, they told him Julian had been dead for two years. He didn't believe it, so he hired me to find Julian. I went to the address where Julian used to live, a two-story building with two shops downstairs and some rooms upstairs. Yi Fong, who sold tropical fish, said Julian was dead. So did a gent named Valdane, who ran a passport service next door. Celeste, Julian's girlfriend, and a character called the Professor were also unanimous that Julian was dead. So there I was, walking along the sidewalk, ready to give the whole thing up, when a little guy sidled up to me fast. I'm giving it to you straight, Shane. Julian's alive. Look, how, who are you, anyway? What's your angle? Well, just call me Joey. And put it down on a pal of Julian's. Now, I heard it around you've been looking for him. So... I thought if maybe there might be something in it for him, uh, and for me, of course, I could tell you where to find him. But there'll be plenty in it for both of you if I find him. Well, okay, I'll take a chance. When I bumped into Julian yesterday, he wrote his address down on a piece of paper for me. Here it is. Okay, thanks. Incidentally, have you by any chance been following me around the last day or two? Me? No. Why? Well, skip it. Thanks for the information. 
I took the piece of paper and compared it with a sample of Julian's handwriting Lima had given me. It matched. I headed for the address on the piece of paper. And again, on the way over, I had the feeling I was being followed. But like before, I couldn't spot anyone. Julian's address turned out to be just a block away from the place where he used to live. The door to the room was ajar, so I pushed it the rest of the way open and went in. Yeah, there was someone in the room, all right. But it wasn't Julian. What are you doing here? Well, Julian's girlfriend, Celeste. So maybe Julian isn't as dead as you tried to make me think before, huh? Uh, I don't know what Come you're on, talking about. Stalling. I... Come on, All right, but I was telling you the truth before. I I didn't know then that Julian was alive. Just an hour ago, he called me and told me to meet him here. I came right over. He was here, Julian, my Julian. Where is he now? Well, he said he had some things to do, that he'd meet me later at Maxim's Bar. Why do you want to know these things? Who are you? It doesn't matter who I am. You've already told me what I want to know. Just one more thing. What size guy is Julian? Why, he's short. Short guy, huh? Okay, Celeste. Thanks a lot. And all of a sudden, the trail had gotten very hot. I went down the stairs and outside, and as I started down the sidewalk, I was thinking about what Celeste had told me, that Julian was a short guy. I started checking off the people I'd been running around with lately. Professor and Valdane, both tall men. And Lima, Yi Fang, King of the Guppies, and Joey, the guy who'd slipped Julian's new address in my hand a little while ago, they were all short guys. 